Welcome everyone to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yost Arena. Merrimack gets set to play their final non-league game of 2018-19. Merrimack takes on the Michigan Wolverines. <clears throat> and it's time to visit with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And uh, Scott, a one nothing win Saturday night down at Northeastern. Well, the goaltending was spectacular again for the second straight night. You only scored one goal, but that proved to be enough. Yeah, no, we were really, Craig really gave us a chance in that game. I thought that the team, uh, actually our defense really picked up as that game wore on, and their chances uh, were not as good in the third period as they were in the first period. Uh, I think our confidence grew by his play, and that's a big part of your defense, right? When your goaltender gives you that kind of a performance, uh, typically it lifts up the whole team defensively, and I thought it really did that that night. Uh, I was really proud of our guys' effort. That's a team that had beaten us recently 9-2 and 7-2, and, um, you know, thought they were going to have their way with us again, you know, frankly. And I think our guys, it uh, really says a lot about their character and all about their sick-to-itiveness, you know, to stay on the game and to stay with the game. Had a you know, crushingly disappointing game the night before, um, and yet they were able to come back and play a team that's near the top of the league who was playing for first place and put that kind of defensive performance in. I was really pleased. And how much did that performance kind of feed off the rest of the team? I know, uh, you know, you have a goaltender that hot, uh, you really want to, uh, uh, you know, perform for him, but, but how much did his uh, performance feed off the rest of the team? I think it was completely the um, it really put, it put our team at a different level on our own end. I think that you knew that he was going to make the first save and so we worked really hard to make sure that there wasn't a second opportunity and that had happened the night before and that's why that was so disappointing. We got such a great effort from Drew the night before uh, and they just kind of got you know a goal that they counted and we had a disagreement on but what, whatever that's what happens in hockey uh, but the bounce back and then get a second performance and goal like that and able to carry that through for the whole 60 uh, I was really pleased, but there was no question that the play of Drew and Craig, just getting on the plane on Sunday morning, uh, has lifted our team quite a bit right now, and I'm excited to see what our future holds. Scott, there was only one goal in the game. It was scored by Chase Greesock. Uh, the face-off was important on that goal. Uh, maybe you could walk us through that goal and, and tell us how that happened from how you saw it. Well, the first thing that happened uh, was they, they, when they iced the puck, it was a race for that puck. Uh, we had a very good job. I think it was Matt McArdle who won the race uh, to the top of the circle to um, make sure that we got the face off down at that end. So that's a big heads-up play by him. Sometimes players don't understand how important that little play was uh, led to the game-winning goal. And then, um, you know, Derek, who's been very physical at the face-off dot, has done a great job for us recently uh, being physical and, and keeping the puck at least there. Uh, so if he was going to lose a face-off. It could be a 50-50 puck. Uh, that one was kind of a 50-50 puck. And one of the things we stress with our team is we got to win the hash marks. The first guy off the hash mark usually is the one who controls who wins the face-off. Chase got off that very quick. Uh, and I actually think he surprised the goalie with how quickly the puck got there. Chase is naturally a goal scorer. So, you know, some guys when he got in there and tried to make a play, he just threw it at the net and that's why it went in. Now, Scott, you really seem to limit Northeastern's chances in the hockey game. Was that uh, mostly a function of keeping their shots uh, to the outside, the perimeter type stuff? We made an adjustment uh, early in the game. As you know, we only dressed five defensemen in that game, uh, and that meant we were dressing five guys, and one of them was not John Kovacevic. Uh, so that was a really hard grind for those players. So we changed our kind of our defensive funnel, uh, asked less of our defensemen and more of our forwards. Uh, I thought our forwards executed it very, very well. So I would think that more, probably 75 to 80% of their shots were outside the dots, uh, which we were counting on. And then you get that kind of goaltending, you're going to have a good chance to 
succeed, and that's what happened. And so I was really, uh, I was very, very uh, proud of our defense because that was a warrior effort. Because uh, we really we played six the night before, dressed six, but really only played five. And then that night we only had five available, and we were going to use um, a forward back there a little bit. As you and I talked about pregame, but I just felt that we were in a pretty good rhythm with those five, and we went with it. Uh, so I was really pleased with that, and pleased the way the forward supported it. Well, Scott, tonight we get a look at Michigan. Uh, this is a team that's coming off a big win Saturday at Notre Dame. They snapped a long uh, winless streak themselves. I guess when you look at this Michigan team, you look at that top line of Slater, Norris, and Lockwood. Uh, they've been uh, producing quite a lot. About half of their offense comes from this unit, so uh, that unit in and of itself will be a handful. Yeah, Michigan's always going to be a handful as a team. They played a great pace, um, and they certainly have very deep with some talented players. Uh, they're used to being successful. Yost Arena is one one of the best in college hockey from an atmosphere standpoint. Uh, so I expect it to be a big challenge, but I also think it's going to be a big rewarding experience. You know, I wanted to make this trip for our team because I wanted to grow our appetite. You know, we uh, It's not about just being on a Division One program. It's not about playing college hockey. It's about winning in college hockey, and I think by coming here and being in a historic program like Michigan, I'm hoping it grows the appetite of our players, of our program, of our school, and really can help move us forward uh, from this point forward. So I'm excited about the game. There'll be a tough challenge. We know that, uh, but we'll see what it brings. Well, this is a team that loves to shoot the puck. They've got the second most shots on goal in the country, Scott. How important uh, will the need to force them uh, to defend be? Getting them to defend would be uh, is a critical thing. We need to get pucks, to, you know, ourselves to the net. Uh, the biggest thing when you have a team that shoots like this, very similar to Northeastern, just got to make sure that the shots are all coming from the strong side. Need to make sure that they get no second shots. That's what we did well on Saturday night, and that's what we're going to need to do well here. And then if we can get the puck and play some uh, possession hockey ourselves, one of our big uh, messages to our team is no easy ice, uh, no easy breakout. So uh, we need to put more pucks on net. We need to possess pucks play bigger with the puck than without and really give ourselves a chance and that if we can do that I'm confident that Drew can give us a great performance again uh, give us a ch- ourselves a chance in the third period well let's talk about this building for a moment Scott you touched on it earlier Yost Arena it's really one of the cathedrals of college hockey and uh, how special is it to uh, be, be uh, playing out here and being a part of this environment you know what? It's funny. My very first visit here, I was uh, with a Lake Superior State team that lost six games uh, all year. Uh, we lost eight to one here, and I, I had memorized "Hail of the Victors" by the end of the song, by the end of the game. Uh, I was literally humming it in the third period because I had heard it so much. Uh, but it was really an exciting atmosphere. And, and uh, coming here in later years and having success in this building, it's really there's not a better building to be successful in because as loud as it can get, it gets that quiet too. Uh, and so their fans are used to seeing success. Uh, when they're not successful, they're pretty quiet. Sometimes they leave. Uh, so tonight will be fun. It will be a big challenge for our team. I think our players will be in an environment that you rarely see on the East Coast, uh, maybe Maine on occasion. Uh, but it's it's exciting, and I think that the players are excited. We got to skate there twice. Um, great facility, great historic place. I'm looking forward to that. Well, Scott, you've got three Michigan players on your team, Michael Babcock, Tyler Irvine, Logan Coombs. I, I imagine it's got to be a great uh, homecoming for them, and, and we had a chance to experience that last night. We went out to the Irvines for dinner. So, uh, you know, for these players to get a chance to come back and play in front of their families, it's got to be special. 
I, I, you know, I'm really happy about that because I think that's one of the things we get in this trip that we didn't really schedule it for. But being at the Irvines last night, you can really see how much it means to them. Uh, Mrs. Babcock was here yesterday. Obviously, Mike couldn't be. Uh, Logan was with his family all day yesterday after practice. Uh, and then I get to see their kids very close to home. And uh, I'm glad that this was able to happen for them because it doesn't happen very often. When you come to the East Coast or the Hockey East and you're from Michigan, a lot of times your parents only see you on TV or, or when they travel. And now they don't have to travel, and I'm excited to get the chance to see their kids play at home. Well, another aspect of this trip is we got to see the Detroit Red Wings a couple of days ago at the brand new Little Caesars Arena. Uh, wonderful experience, and for the players to see NHL hockey, that's really a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, that was a great night. I mean, I think the players getting to see that, the level of play was so good in that game. I mean, the Capitals just kept coming back. Uh, the arena itself was spectacular. Uh, it was it was a great day, and you know, it's not. It's unusual for us to have times like that with the team where you can really just kind of, for lack of a better way to say it, just put your, let your hair down. might be an oxymoron for me to say that. But <laughs> <Me too. laughs> but, it, uh, but it was nice. You know, we relaxed. We hung out. We had a nice meal. There was no practice. There was no pressure. Uh, you watched a great hockey game. Uh, it was one of the special nights of the season for sure, and I think it's something that the players will remember. Well, in terms of tonight's game, Scott, I think uh, the biggest thing we noticed, Jonathan Kovacevic back in the lineup tonight, uh, that's got to be a huge boost for you. That's a huge boost. It is. I mean, he's our best player. Um, everyone knows it in the room. So when he's out and he's a great leader, quiet leader, but great leader, um, it's a there's a big void. And uh, you know, he was around obviously Saturday. I think he might have been the happiest guy after the game uh, that we won the game because he knew that he wasn't there and couldn't actually participate in the game. But he was really excited after it. Um, and having him back tonight, like, he belongs in this kind of a venue and he belongs in these big games. Uh, I'm excited to have him back. I think it will change our offensive game a bit because he, you know, he's a very, very good player in that regard. It also makes us play, you know, we'll be allowed to play all six tonight, uh, which will be a good learning experience for all of them in this facility. Well, Scott, uh, we really appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much. Uh, good luck tonight. Uh, playing right home tomorrow, UConn Saturday. Looking forward to it. And again, thanks and good luck tonight. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it. And really, uh, you know, that Saturday game is a huge one for us. So hopefully uh, people will come out and support their team and give us a good chance and a good boost. Uh, after you see tonight's game, you'll, you'll understand how much a boost that can be. So uh, we're hopeful that we can you know, get the people engaged and get moving forward in that regard. But uh, we'll have a great time tonight, and we're looking forward to Saturday as well. All right, we look forward to it. That's Merrimack head coach Scott Borick on our pregame show. We'll, we'll, we will be back with the starting lineups next. From Ann Arbor, Michigan, you're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack. Radio Sports Network.